Welcome to the Absolute Mom Sense Podcast. Welcome back to the Absolute Mom Sense Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Olivia. I'm Tia. <laughs> just, just. We're just a bunch of moms. We just sit down and we hang out and we chat and we have a good time. So I'm glad you're here. Today I have somebody really, really close and special to me. She is my aunt. Her name is Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. <laughs> she has a unique story with having big age gaps with having her kids, and she has raised kids on a farm, plus raised kids in a city. So that's going to be really fun to talk about. And then also, she is a cancer survivor. So this is going to be this is going to be super fun, super entertaining, and yeah, I'm I'm excited. Let's get into it. So I. I wanted to have you on because I like I have a lot of aunts. <laughs> I have, <Don't> you do. <laughs> I I have a lot of family members and I really look up to you. And I look up to all Thank my you. aunts for sure. <laughs> but Mary is just you're so happy and positive all the time and a, like a bright light and so I'm like I I and she has an amazing story besides that too. So we'll get into her story for sure. But besides that, I, I just love your personality, your vibe and everything. And so I'm, I'm excited for this episode. Well, this is going to be fun. Thank you. <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is new, right? <laughs> this is new. I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> Good. Okay. So this is going to be great. Um, so one of the first things that I thought was really cool about you, first of all, how many kids do you have? I have 11. 11, 11 kids. kids. Now, mm -hmm. the fun thing is I remember being a kid and I remember asking you how many kids you're going to have. And you always told me. I said 11. You did? I did. I thought you said nine. I did later. But at first I knew I was having 11. Really? Uh, yep. Every okay, two so years. Okay, so then this boom, is boom, a new boom. turn on things because <laughs> I always thought it was nine. And I don't remember which one, like how many you yeah, had that, at the time that I would ask. That's an interesting story there <laughs> <laughs> because it seems like you maybe only had six or seven and I would be like well how many are you gonna have and you'd say nine I could have sworn yeah it's I mean I, there was a point where I did <laughs> maybe you decide did okay I think oh. it's just nine because I slowed down oh, and I said okay 11's okay, gone that's not gonna happen anymore <laughs> so I think I'll have nine uh -huh. and I was good with that you know mm -hmm. I mean I always wanted a big family I thought 11 would be a be a, a nice fun, number, but a fun thing. Yeah. yeah. So you had nine. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> then what happened? <laughs> Let me tell you about the birds. <laughs> oh, no. season. I'm joking. Go. <laughs> okay, so um on my ninth, then uh -huh. I, it just wasn't happening after after I had uh, my ninth and mm -hmm. I had started into college. I was okay. a late college. I was one of those non-traditional students, you know, <laughs> into college. And the stress level was just too much. And I just couldn't. Okay. A memory from when I was younger came right back to me when I was thinking, is this going to happen? Am I going to have any more? Uh -huh. Then I remembered back to when I was a, a younger person. And um, one of my neighbors was, and she was my friend, and she's, she, told me, I'm only going to have six kids. I'm going to have all girls. And mm -hmm. everybody wants all these girls. And so just to be different, I just said, I'm going to have nine, five boys, four girls. And that's you exactly that? what I had. I said that. And wow. that's exactly what I had. So I thought, 
huh. And that memory just came right back to me. And so I took that as a sign as there we go. Yeah. Done. Nine and I'm going to have nine and, five and boys I'm happy and with girls. Yeah, five boys, four girls. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then lo and behold, you know, five years later. Okay. So there's five years. Yeah. Five years between him and, and Bradley. Yeah. Okay. So five, so he turned five mm-hmm. and then you had. Yep. Then I had Bradley. Bradley. Mm-hmm. Okay. And see, I thought this would be fun for you. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> really? Yeah. How many? Coley, I have 10 and my baby is five now. Wow. So I'm like, am I done or do we get back into it like Mary did? <laughs> I'm, I need to know how this went for yeah, you. Yeah. So now, we're, now I'm like, okay, so what was it like after you had, because you, you say that you got to the point to where you were like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And your mind is, I'm ready for the next phase in life. You know, uh-huh. I did have grandkids already. So I thought. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm okay to just be grandma now, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. get, you get rid of all your stuff yeah. and you're back and, you know, I start my career and um, just knew that, you know, life is just going to be this way. And then I don't know. I, I had been training for the marathon. I decided, you know what, I'm going to run a marathon, full marathon. Um, and so I was doing the training and just it kicked my body into gear, I'm assuming, huh. because I didn't. My diet wasn't that great. <laughs> it wasn't that. <laughs> but yeah, just I I started the training and then um, on my 16th mile on the treadmill, my knee gave out. My knee just kind of popped and oh. really a lot of pain. And so I stopped the training and I knew if I do any more of it, then I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to do anything. I mean, I'm not going to have a good knee at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. So I just, oh, well, it's, it's okay. I'm not going to. There goes that, you know? Yeah. And then a month later, found out I was pregnant. Wow. So, <laughs> so your body knew. Yeah. Uh, no, we need yeah. to get her back in bed. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, it came as a total surprise. The only reason why I even thought to test uh-huh. was because I started feeling this all familiar feeling of, that is not a regular sickness here. This is like a nine month flu kind of sickness. And so uh-huh. I, I tested, but what was weird is prior to that, I, about a couple of weeks before I did test two, uh-huh. um, I had, I just had a dream that I was holding a little baby and I could hear the baby cry, oh. and you know that baby hunger that comes about, and uh-huh. I hadn't had that for you know long, for a long time. <laughs> so, and so the two together, I just thought, oh my word, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there so, we go. So Tia. We're going to train for a marathon then, huh? That's when I'm like, oh man, is exercise my key? Because I'm not doing that. <laughs> I need That's to so start funny. running. Uh-uh. It's <laughs> not happening. I keep wondering though. That really does keep coming to me. I wonder if the exercise would. Yeah. That's what I've, I've researched mm-hmm. since then. And and I've, I have heard that it just, you know, for one thing, it helps to lower your cortisol, uh-huh. which is your distress. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of why it took me that five years. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in college and, you know, I, I had to quit because it was just too much. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just didn't handle it well because I wanted an A. You know, uh-huh. if I'm going to go, I'm going to do well. And it was hard work having oh, yeah. kids and going to school. So yeah. I just quit for a while and and then, yeah. <laughs> wow. And then there you go. Yep. So was it like a, a shock? Oh, Yeah. So <laughs> except for those two those two little little snippets that kind of gave me a little heads okay. up. I remember my husband was out of town and I 
texted him. My mm-hmm. daughter Katie was um, had been four years trying to oh. trying to have a baby, mm-hmm. and I sent him <laughs> a picture <laughs> of the. the pregnancy test <laughs> he think it was Katie's. <laughs> he did he's like wow that is neat is that katie's and i said nope mine and i instantly got a phone call it's like no more texting he, are you kidding me <laughs> that was that was pretty entertaining that was the best part it's like i'm not waiting until you're back in town <laughs> this you're is like, happening now like, i gotta tell somebody <laughs> yeah it was it was a life changer though that's mm. for sure and i actually started instantly thinking wait a minute, how's this going to affect? Because all the years before I stayed home, I was a stay at home Mm -hmm. mom. Mm -hmm. And now I'm working and full time and, you know, well into my career and stuff. And I, anyway, it just kind of threw me for a loop in that way. But Mm -hmm. more than anything, I was just, I was pretty excited Uh (laughs) to to have a baby again. again. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when we found out she was a girl and it was like, (laughs) oh, There we go. This will be fun. (laughs) Ten, five, and five. No more five and four. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, and it was. It was. I was pregnant with my first the same time Mm -hmm. as you were. Yeah. With your. That's quite fun. Your new one. (laughs) (laughs) To to be pregnant along with your your nieces that are. (laughs) Yeah. Also cute and tiny in here. I am. Oh, oh please. We, <laughs> you know I, how I it should, is. <laughs> I should insert me. I should insert a picture right here of what I looked like. We, <laughs> we say, did we ever get a picture with us together? Uh, we should have. I don't know I why don't we know didn't. We did I mean? I tried staying out of. I know pictures I did all, with <laughs> all the time, but like, well, you don't no, put that just, in a picture. <laughs> I just think it's funny because you're like, oh well, you know, all these tiny cute ones, and I'm like. Yeah, I am going to insert a picture. <laughs> Tiny and cute. Whatever. <laughs> no. no. It'll be fun. It'll be entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering how did, after having such a long break, was the pregnancy easier than no. your previous ones? Oh, or no. being older and having a break, did it? It was, it was challenging. Um, it was challenging more because I think that, I think it's a mindset though. I think okay. if you know, you know, and you're trying and you're, and you, you just kind of kick back into gear and I did yeah. somewhat, but it re- really was, it kind of took a toll. I was tired and I mean, not that you, you aren't anyway, but it was just a little different. Cause you've been so but, out of it. Like yeah, you've been feeling so, good and, and back I to think, yourself kind of. And then since then, I, when I talked to other people that have had babies later in their years, then they experience the same thing. It's like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> Am I going to make it through? <laughs> I've heard after so, 30 pregnancies really are, it's a different mm-hmm. situation than 20. I thought yeah. you said after 30 pregnancies. No, after, <laughs> I was like, boom, no. go girl. <laughs> <laughs> really shooting for it. After you turn 30, I heard that it like, is a lot rougher. That's, yeah. that's, kind, of, that's yeah. kind of scares me. <laughs> I think, I think part of mine too was that I was no longer a stay at home mom. I okay. couldn't take the naps when I wanted to. And, oh. you know, I it was different. That makes sense. It's so doable. So doable. Go for it. So I think you it's not. <laughs> no, because we'll seven years. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, so this isn't even uh. the best part. <laughs> so after this huge shock where you're just like, whoa, you know, I wasn't expecting that after a big break, your mm-hmm. age and all this stuff. And then you have a baby. And then, <laughs> how long? Yeah, was it? seven years later. Seven, seven years. years. Oh, I yeah, I thought you know oh what? I knew goodness. the eleven. Kate was there. So, 
shouldn't I just, you know, boom, boom, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> but, oh, okay. Instead so of after waiting. you had your 10th, then you were like, oh, maybe we'll just go. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I, I thought she was a bonus. I thought, okay. yay, this is neat to, you uh-huh. know, have, have a bonus. But I, that came out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Like I didn't have any kind of, no premonitions, no nothing this time. <laughs> yeah. But this time, just so you have hope. I didn't do any exercising, but this is when I was introduced to ketogenic diet. So I was on keto for quite a while, Um, eight months off and on, enough to get uh, about 30 pounds off. And and I, again, I just thought it must be, you just got to kick your body into gear and do something out of its norm and get it out, get it off of that little path that feels like it's comfortable in, you know, you got to get uncomfortable and <laughs> so make yourself uncomfortable. <laughs> that's why I've been trying to make myself comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's this so funny. This is not what I was hoping to hear. <laughs> More than anything, though, I think, and I was surprised, too, because I didn't feel like that I was stress-free by any yeah. means. Mm-hmm. I just, but I, later, I just knew, oh, this is why he came about, you know. Uh-huh. And there was a lot of things that happened after that that made me think, huh, I wonder if, if he waited so that I could feel young again, <laughs> you know, what better way to, to feel young, but to have a, baby. a, a little guy around your house yeah. that's keeping you going. <laughs> and so how old were you when you had your last, if you don't mind me asking? He was, I was 48. 48. 48. Yeah. 48 and a half to be precise. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 48. So then that pregnancy, was that hard? I don't remember it being any... Because we're saying pregnancy in 30. Yeah. Right? So so pregnancy at 40. It was... I thought it was really similar to to my pregnancy with Briley. I just... I I don't remember it being so much harder, Mm -hmm. so much anything other than, you know, here I am, just this is so crazy. I let myself gain so much weight. (laughs) (laughs) And just, you know, chill. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Bonus number two. <laughs> and that's just kind of how we... Go, yeah. what, sign up for the lottery or something <laughs> at that point. Yeah. I think it was really good, though, that I got um, got the extra weight off and whatever, because, you know, that always feels good. And mm-hmm. so then it kind of gave me the advantage a little bit. Mm-hmm. But right. it's, it is hard on your body. You're tired, you know, yeah. when you start, especially when your mind knows you're done. <sighs> and then all of a sudden you're not. And if you... <laughs> yeah and getting back into the so it's more of like the mindset rather than like i the, think so the toll on the body mm-hmm. yeah. for yeah. me i felt like it was yeah that makes sense it's like yeah i'm tired yeah <laughs> no kidding mm-hmm. so you say yeah. you were a stay-at-home mom for the first nine kids mm-hmm. right yep. now you raised kids on a farm i did the best that the best that is fascinating to me because I mean I've I've never lived on a farm. Mm-hmm. I'm like city through and through. <laughs> the convenience, you know, oh, all yeah. the all the everything <laughs> else. So I'm curious, what was it like raising kids on a farm? It, there is no better atmosphere. Really? No better in my opinion. Uh-huh. And I I just felt like that compared, you know, now that I've had two kids in the city, uh-huh. I just I I crave it. I want to go back to the simple, you know, mm. obviously I wasn't working, so yeah. I was staying at home and that probably had a lot to do with it. But mm-hmm. being on a farm, then there's just so much 
you know, there's space and there's, Mm -hmm. you know, the boundaries are less, there's not neighbors close by (laughs) those kinds of things that you just, you know, have to be more careful about and whatever. It was just a whole different situation, but I really, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And you say you didn't work, but then, I mean, it's a farm. Mm -hmm. So there's work. Yeah. On the farm. Oh, seasonal work. Yeah. 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 So, so we all were pretty active Mm -hmm. though on the farm. Yeah. Yourself. Mm -hmm. I've always been pretty active. Just, I can't hold still. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that's my question though, is because I would have pegged you as like city city girl i i would have too (laughs) i really was when i i mean born and raised here 18 years i spent in the city and then moved up there and it did it was an adjustment for absolute sure Mm -hmm. and and it it took me a while um multiple trips coming to salt lake yeah. To, you know, be with family, around friends, people. It's like, oh, people, noise. <laughs> Crave it. <laughs> I know. You really, I really did. Yeah. But by kid number three, you okay. know, I just finally started feeling like, hey, the trips are getting a bit much. I don't want to do this yeah. anymore. You can't just go land on somebody with three with kids three or kids. more, you know, yeah. and just and feel like, feel good about that. <laughs> At least not for very long and very yeah, often. Yeah, so that makes sense. Kind of slowed it down a little bit then and. So I kind of little by little just became just really it's happy up there and the kids uh-huh. just loved it and so what what about it? about it like what about we want to know all about yeah that. like what <laughs> about are we in the wrong kids? environment <laughs> I know um, now that I'm not in, not up there um, you know obviously you have the the nice clean fresh air but where we lived it just was so serene and mm-hmm. the we had a nice landscape and I loved running um uh-huh. I would just go that was my my bonus time I spent running and thinking and it's just so different than being in the city and then the kids just you know they they, they had the neighbor kids and they were close by enough that they could just walk over and you know hang out with their friends and stuff during the mm-hmm. day and it was just a simple life and there's I don't know how really to explain it, but just, just so serene. I miss, miss it. Quietness. Yes. (laughs) And like, is it, is it the not stress part? Yeah. And I had time to do stuff. I had more bonus time, even if, you know, staying home and you're going and doing and mills and mills. And I, you know, I cooked for several, several years. I cooked for a crew of guys that were up there to to work and Mm -hmm. just always had people in my home. And and we loved that because it was, it gave us the, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Interactions. Yeah. It gave us that, but the kids didn't feel like they needed that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, when they were little, they didn't need that. They just needed their friends next door, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and they were, they were really close and, and they really, they still talk about that was the best life. Uh And their, their fondest memories are, we get a drive when we're 12. <laughs> Do they, really? they, they did. I know yeah. I told my, my older kids that's home now. I just, you know, you don't even know. Here's what you missed out on. <laughs> right. Were your but kids homeschooled or did they go They were to homeschooled. School? And that so was So you another, added homeschool on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But you got to realize that I didn't go to work every day. So that was kind of. So when my, oh. when my oldest was four. I wanted to teach him preschool at home and I knew that I would be a lot more diligent and consistent if I, um, invited neighbors to come oh. and, you know, all the preschool age kids. So I invited them all over and, and so then I had them there for every morning and then 
gave me that satisfaction of having a structured, you know, something to do kind of like that. And then the rest of the day, I was just, kids were free to do whatever. And, and I just dug into my projects then. I had projects going all the time. It was kind of, it was a lot, but it was fun. It was nice to stay busy that way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like, because when we were talking, when T and I were talking, then we were saying how different your kids being raised on a farm, working Mm -hmm. at young ages versus like our kids in the city where our work is like... Clean your room. (laughs) So I'm like... Go do your job. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I'm like, what was that like? Do you you feel like your kids got in and worked hard? Oh, yeah. They... And still, mm-hmm. they're very, very, they're go-getters. Yeah. Um, and they learn to be responsible. And that is one thing that they, they treasure that. Mm-hmm. You know, now they realize that was a very valuable thing to, for them to learn how to work. Mm-hmm. They were involved in the seasonal work at age 12. Um, yeah. Sometimes even younger. Mm-hmm. When we were out moving pipe out in the fields, mm-hmm. then the at eight years old or seven, eight years old, then they go out and help plug the pipes and, you yeah. know get up nice and early and they felt neat and important. And that was a, it was good, good stuff, yeah. you know, <laughs> I will but say. I think that it really, really did teach them to be responsible and learn how to work. They learned how to work well. I remember being a kid going up to visit you guys mm-hmm. often. Like yeah. we, we were up there a lot yeah. and I am a city kid. <laughs> so I remember going up there and being like, you you know, like it's so dirty. dirty. It's so yeah. dirty. It's so gross. And that would be a hard part for me. Yeah. It was gross. Yeah. <laughs> and like everything. Yeah. Um, because like kids, we didn't play in the house yeah. up there. You know what I mean? Like that was weird. If you this just is... stayed in the house and played, that would be weird. Yeah. So we spent all the day outside. That's and... what they really miss about the farm. Yeah. It's like places to go, adventurous. Yeah. Things even to do it, out in the trees yeah. and, you know, they were yeah. outside all the time. Even in the cold, it like we just were outside. It mm-hmm. would it was weird to just be in the house. <laughs> and so I remember being out there and I remember they had so many like <clears throat> rattlesnake stories. <laughs> so, rattlesnakes? Yeah. Yes. And so like I was terrified if I ever went into any field or any long grass or something that yeah. I was going to get got by a rattlesnake. Oh, <laughs> and so, yeah, that, that's probably my least like, favorite memory. Her kids <laughs> were just so chill with it. It's like, oh, oh yeah, there's a rattlesnake. Get yeah. out of the way. You yeah. know, move. They're like, I know. <laughs> Call dad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but like they've, they've had moose on their farm. Every like, April. Yeah. I don't know what like it is about big April. creatures <laughs> and they're just like, their kids are like, eh. Wow. and i'm sitting there like a bug <laughs> yeah little do you know we were laughing at you i know it's like oh wow <laughs> come know. on pansy girl <laughs> just I kidding I'm but that's what i'm saying is like do you feel like now being in the city do you look at your kids your city kids versus your farm kids and be like oh you wimp grow up (laughs) just kidding no you don't think that about your kids yeah um i can't decide if it's because they're i have like an the last child syndrome in the last three kids (laughs) all right this is very different and so i can't decide if that's what makes them all a little 
I don't want to call them lazy, uh-huh. but yeah, lazy, you know, <laughs> because it's the last child. They're, yeah. And they really, I mean, they really, your last child, oh, right? He's the baby for don't life. Just, oh yeah. <laughs> he can do it's, no wrong. He literally is an angel. Perfect. Sent oh, from heaven. Yeah. This little, my little redhead. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He gets all, everything uh, he wants. <laughs> but the thing oh, that's, that's fun, I do wonder is like, do we need to, you know, regroup and go back to a farm so that you can learn how to uh-huh. go play outside of course things have changed too since then oh, okay with technology and yeah everybody's got to have those devices and you yeah, know that's unfortunately true. that's that's kind of a kind of been a hindrance i think in the yeah. in the kids is i don't know the older kids they i mean they they like the technology and whatever but they still they still favor the go out and get, get out, out and, do. and do. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That That's one thing that I feel like as a mom, I would be like, that would be worth it to give my kids that, <laughs> yeah. the, the desire even to want to just get up and go and work and, and do something. Mm-hmm. Not that I want them to be like constantly working, but it's right. that like be anxiously engaged in something they active. They loved it. You know? And they, I mean, it didn't matter the age. They felt like big, neat stuff going to work <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and it was just seasonal work. It's not like they put mm-hmm. a ton of hours in and, right. you know, <laughs> but they, right. when it was time to go to work, they went to work and uh-huh. they just, they loved that. They loved it. Uh-huh. One of the things that you were saying is that Jordan Peterson, right? What did yeah. you say? Learn to do dangerous things carefully. And then we thought of you. Because <laughs> like, the farm kids are out why. doing <laughs> dangerous, like they're out yeah. working with the equipment and yeah. obviously the animals and everything up there. Mm-hmm. And the, the equipment, so the machines. Was that hard for you to like let go and be like, absolutely trust have faith that they're going to be mm-hmm. safe? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you want to take your kids and put them in a bottle and we're yeah. just going to set you right here. <laughs> and don't touch anything and don't <laughs> let's just, you know, let mm-hmm. let time go, but yeah, that is the hardest thing. And uh-huh. especially when you do have accidents and, and, you're like, and that's that's yeah. what I thought of when she said that cuz I thought that there was an accident with your a couple. Oldest. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he he I don't was remember in a couple. what exactly happened, but So when he was 12 then um he and cousins came and to visit and whatever and they were on this little 80 size motorcycle it was just a kid size motorcycle and they mm-hmm. were they had come up with this whole obstacle course and they were racing each person they were timing each other and whatever and so then it was joshua's turn and he was on it and the neighbors had um were driving right through the potato in our yard with their potato oh. trucks full oh. and he came around the corner right at the wrong time and collided with that full loaded wow. truck Oh my goodness. I wasn't out there when it happened and I I still remember um his younger brother came in the house and said, Mom, Joshua was hit by a truck. And imagine <sighs> you know, the drain you fill and it just made me sick and I just ran out there and one of the other kids was coming in just full of tears and crying. It's bad, Mary, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Oh and goodness. by the time I got out there, you see you imagine the worst, but I mean, he was moving. Okay. He's alive. And I'm, and I'm pregnant with Audrey at the time oh, and wow. morning sickness, like crazy. Oh, mm. It went away, man. Yeah. I had focus on something else. And then yeah, he didn't have time for that. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, so he had to be lifelighted because his oh, head goodness. was hit. There was no major head injury. He was so lucky. Wow. 
In fact, when we looked at the accident scene, the truck had actually ran over the motorcycle. He was thrown from it when Mm. they, when they collided, but luckily because it threw him far enough away that the truck, he didn't get hit by the truck other than that first collision. Initial. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I told him later, he didn't remember flying in the helicopter and stuff going over to get into the hospital. Uh Um, He's, he thinks now, so what a waste. I wanted to, I've always wanted to <laughs> go in a, in a helicopter. helicopter, but not when I can't remember it, <laughs> you know? So yeah, things like that, it just, you know, you yeah. can't, but I've learned you just can't live your life in fear. You know, yeah. you just, I just don't, I can't do that. <laughs> but you try to you mean like with the anxiety make him follow the rules so then sometimes it was because of those accidents that rules were developed yeah you know in in our area and mm-hmm. you know on the, on the farm and stuff wow it's tough like you said it's tough to just let him go let them go and mm. have faith that they're going to be okay i think i'd have a harder time now <laughs> doing that than, yeah yeah than I do, than I did then. Cause then, you know, the more it happens, the more you kind of just, you're kind of just used to it. But yeah. then it gets to where you think about it now. It's like, no, <sighs> I know it's like, he's old enough to get his permit. What? <laughs> We're not doing this. Are we? Are we doing this? <laughs> oh my I'll just drive everywhere with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I don't scary. know. That's, that's tough <laughs> stuff. And I, I remember at the time, hearing the story and being like oh like is he okay yeah what it was scary. what happened and everything and i just i can't even be imagine being yeah. the mom and, and the, being like the worst thing that happened ah. is it hit his jaw cracked his jaw mm-hmm. um i think it was just the hit on the ground um cracked oh. his jaw and it uh, he lost a tooth out of it and that's oh, it that's no, it yeah well really oh, it was just goodness. it was crazy amazing and it was i was so thankful that he was okay (laughs) (laughs) no kidding did you have any other like accidents or things like that happen minor things like on the equipment and Mm -hmm. um close calls like crazy you know like you said with the rattlesnakes and stuff and find out oh there was a rattlesnake right in our yard (sighs) one time jill was sitting on the grass it was on a sunday she was sitting on the grass her hands just back and and she looks over, and within a foot of her was a coiled rattlesnake. <gasps> yeah, and there's many times like oh that that goodness. we just know, okay, that was a close call. And so we did, you know, there were certain protocols. The kids knew that you, you know, you're wearing shoes outside for one, you know, and that yeah. was kind of tough for some of the kids. <laughs> but I remember you, you know, guys just, made the rule that you had to wear shoes on bikes. Yeah. Because of feet getting caught in yeah and, and you know like on that. a farm they get dirt roads yeah. and hills and whatever and one time mm-hmm. when grace came into yeah. the you know out of control on the bike and ram just ran into the house like yeah. into the house and she couldn't remember anything for a uh-huh. while it was <laughs> i remember i think she yeah. still has a scar yeah on her yep mm-hmm. from lots it of, lots of close calls that yeah uh, so so how's that on doing dangerous things carefully <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like i that's probably one of my hardest things as a mom is letting my kids go out and do things which they need to know mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. to be careful and yeah. have that responsibility but that's a hard one for me it, yeah. it is really hard i really will just go with you <laughs> I, I know yeah it, comes, it is hard it's like, hard to just be like to, to let go first of all mm-hmm. and then like just sit back and wait yeah and hope 
And if, and you, if you want anything to really test your faith, that's it. You know, <laughs> it's way different. I think because you're at starting at such a younger age for mm-hmm. us. Like for me, like the worst thing is like when they start driving, but we have like a year to drive with them first. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, you're good. But like up on a farm, if they're starting at such a young age mm-hmm. out there and even getting up and going to work with siblings and stuff, I feel like I would be like, like you'd just be praying all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just hop on the back of somebody's motorcycle yeah. to go out to work. It's like, oh, yeah. be careful. That's my kid on there. <laughs> you know, be careful. Oh my yeah. Goodness. But I'm sure it's like great memories. What <laughs> was really hard is um, my second, Devin, mm-hmm. um, he wanted to do the woodworking. Because oh, I, I love yeah. doing woodworking. And I, so I was using power saws and tools all the time. Oh. And I learned how to be careful. And I had a couple of close calls that helped me really watch it carefully. But yeah. that first time I had to just, I was watching him. But it was it was tough stuff. I had to just, you know, that then that's when you, one hour, man, we're spending an hour yeah. on, a, on safety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before I dare let you do this. Yeah. 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 Uh, it probably builds up their capabilities and like talents so much more though. Our poor kids. <laughs> they don't have like, the opportunity to They have good handwriting. <laughs> they, can, they, they can do their math. I don't know. Like what yeah. do we got? We're missing out on some. Oh no, you got, you like got the sports going on. Yeah. That's kids, true. Your, your kids, kids are really, really into sports. sports. Yeah, we do sports. Yeah. <laughs> like oh. And that and that can be kind of scary too, you know? Yeah. I mean anything can. We yeah. have chickens. <laughs> yeah. We have some chickens. There, we kept them all alive. There's the responsibility opportunities right, right yeah. there. We had a cow for a minute. That did oh, really? It lasted like two that. seconds. <laughs> and we found out we had to milk the cow every oh, morning. okay. <laughs> so that wasn't your purpose in getting no, the cow, right? we sent that one off to a dairy farm real quick. <laughs> like, that's not fitting in. <laughs> we tried oh, to incorporate so some farm life into our little farm. <laughs> yeah. You have well, you see. have land though. A little bit for yeah. city land. It's good for city. Like we're on yeah. two I mean, acres. Oh wow. No. That's yeah. my dream. Well, we came from point two point one acre. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ten kids and now go from go, go from oh. the sky is the limit. And if yeah. I want a bigger yard, just mow more grass. Yeah. You know, there's my bigger yard. Oh. <laughs> you know, I crazy. go from that to less than a quarter acre and I'm just going crazy. Four oh backyard God. neighbors and I'm <laughs> mommy. <Yeah. laughs> you don't like it. Yeah. That part's hard, but I do love you're right. The city, the city life's good. Uh-huh. I love people and shopping, yeah, and food, yeah. and the hustle and bustle. <laughs> Friends, yeah, that's right. Uh, I love it. I just, I think I would. I've lived like away out of town, not on a farm, but in a really, really small city or yeah. town. It wasn't mm-hmm. even a city; it was a small town, and that was like, Brutal. it was hard. It was hard stuff. <laughs> I'm so I far away. <laughs> I know, and I wasn't even an hour away. Well, sorry, maybe maybe just over an hour. Man, that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking four. I know. This is what I'm saying. So I'm like, I just, I can't do it. That Although, was way yeah. too hard. And mm. another fun thing about the farm too was homemade everything. You yeah. Know? We didn't. I like going the up to store visit it. Was a far away, and yeah. when you go, you you load up that car, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> with your good stuff, and then you just don't go very often because yeah. who wants to do that? You know, that, that's make the way I felt trip. about it. And I yeah, make the trip to go grocery yeah, shopping. So I already we, hate grocery shopping. As I mean, we were. <laughs> I'm in the city. The kids learned how to bake bread, and uh, and I even told Melissa before you get married. <laughs> 
Learn you have to you have to prove that you can make bread because yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of one of those requirements, well, you know. Like, yeah, I want that for my girls. I know. <laughs> Brittany lives up north, so she's like the same a little teeny town, but she's baking bread. What I was thinking is why why is it that you feel like you have to live on a farm to make bread? It took me a while to really. This is no kidding. My kids would say, "We I miss our Idaho meals." <laughs> We don't cook like we did when we were in Idaho, you know, we, uh-huh. and it's not like we're all processed cans and packages and whatever, but yeah. it's like, yeah, put on the main dish. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you're right though. I do remember going up there and it was like a board. every single yeah. meal. And I just don't really, I can't keep up with that. Like, <laughs> no yeah, we had, well, yeah. you gotta remember too though, that we, we cooked for guys and they yeah. paid for their meals. And so oh. we kind of had to. Make it worth it for them. And uh-huh. so we kind of got in that habit of you always have the bread on the side and, you know, yeah. salad, side vegetable, everything that the yeah. works. So every single meal. But it took me a couple yeah. years to think, oh, I can make bread in Salt Lake. We still have an oven. <laughs> <laughs> but is the need there? It's for me, it's like, that's, it's force yeah, you. that's exactly it. It's like, oh, it's the convenience. The like convenience of just going to grab. Going to the store <laughs> yeah. was a what? It was an a chore to get there. <laughs> Although it was also what, our minutes probably? it was also our way out. <laughs> hey, somebody watch the Go kids. I'm out of here. <laughs> we need food. <laughs> I volunteer. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. <laughs> now into the to the deep stuff, <laughs> right? So, yeah. and you you kind of started to say something about it with your last one, right? Mm-hmm. Your last baby, and you said there were some things that made you wonder. If that's why if that's he, why he came around. He so waited late, so late in life. Yeah. Late. So tell. Yeah. Tell. Tell more. So when I was seven months pregnant with him, then I found a lump in my left armpit, mm-hmm. and I didn't really think a whole lot of it at the time. I wasn't super concerned, but I talked to Carol um, um, and asked her what she thought because she was kind of the the go to. You know, she she mm-hmm. has a lot of knowledge with women's health and. Yeah. So I asked her, what, what do you think this is? And, and she says, well, just put some hot compressions on it and stuff. It's probably just all hormonal, mm-hmm. you know, being pregnancy so late in the pregnancy. And, and sometimes when you're at that point in your pregnancy, you're, you know, you're developing your milk and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So I thought it was just something like that. Right. I wasn't really concerned. So then when I had him up at the hospital, then I was at my six week checkup and, and the last checkup and asked they asked me what, um, if there's anything I wanted to, if I had any questions about anything, any other concerns. And I said, well, there is this lump. Mm-hmm. So I showed it to her. She measures it. Hmm. You know, and that was my first, uh, whoa, is this something more than what I, something more than just a hormonal whatever? Cause it wasn't going away. It was just getting a little more prominent. Mm-hmm. And so I, she just referred me over to the breast care center and, a week or so later, I went. I get there, and um, two days later, I get a phone call from the doctor who did who had t- done the biopsy, and um, he just says, "Well, Mary, you have breast cancer." Mm-hmm. And I thought, nice to you know slam it to me there, dude. Mm-hmm. You know that wasn't very cool to hear it that way. It just mm-hmm. you know, I just thought, mm-mm. Nope, I have a two-month-old baby. Yeah, and I and then I instantly just get off the phone. I start 
of course, I cried and cried and cried Mm -hmm. thinking, what in the world is next? Mm -hmm. You know, what is, what am I going to do about this? Because this is, I'm not, Mm -hmm. this is, nobody is raising my baby, me, you know, that's me. And he was, you know, two months at the time. And so anyway, I talked to a few people and let them know. And so we came up with a a real quick plan. And of course, Carol says, get off of all carbs, get off of all sugar because sugar feeds cancer. And Mm. so I immediately changed my diet. And anyway, I, in talking with Carol later, she just, she felt like, and I kind of was wondering it too. She's like, why does the, did the pregnancy, was it because of that, that I even had it checked out? And what would have happened had I not Mm -hmm. at that point? Because typically when it's in your lymph nodes like it was in mine you're at a stage four where they tell you go home and get your affairs in order that's typically and i and i didn't know all this before thankfully thank thank goodness yeah because i because really i don't know that my i couldn't wrap my head around that you know i just there's no option here but to stay here and raise my baby Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so i um got a couple of scans done and nothing would come out at all came out um What's the word for it? Inconclusive. Mm. I think that's what they said to me. They were all inconclusive tests because I had breast milk. And I and they couldn't... They knew it had to have come from the breast. and But they... they anyway, we couldn't find the source for sure because of all the, the breast milk. And so they, they said, you're going to have to wean your baby mm. and come back six to eight, eight weeks later. And so then... I just, what do you do? You know, you're not, I'm not going to sit there and do nothing yeah. for six to eight weeks until I can get another scan. I went through a lot of emotions. I tell you, it was. And then being told you had to stop breastfeeding. That was tough. You will have to Two. know. And this might freak a lot of people out, <laughs> but I generally would nurse my babies till they were about a year old. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a blow. That was yeah. hard. To know that that had to, yeah, two months old and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. so many life changers, you know, way too much. It's too much. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so at the time then because of that, and I don't know, he just kind of kept me going, Mm -hmm. but in that six to eight weeks, I decided to go with an extreme diet change, Mm -hmm. um, in doing the research in some research and getting advice from people that were more along the homeopathic Mm. route of trying to get rid of cancer and stuff. And I got lots and lots of advice and great advice here and there. Anyway, I, one thing about it though, in that time, I would never go back. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, crazy thought, but I felt like that that was my soul searching time, Mm -hmm. you know? So it did, it did me a lot of good spiritually, physically. (laughs) And Anyway, so by the time that I did get a good scan to come through, mm-hmm. they only could find it in the lymph nodes. Wow. And they're like, I have no idea why. And it was multiple doctors telling me different times. Wow. I don't I don't know why this isn't spread throughout your body when mm-hmm. you're and they never told me that it it's a stage four. They never staged it. Mm-hmm. And looking back at it now, I'm just really thankful that they didn't. So the whole time they never staged you? No, they couldn't oh, wow. because they couldn't find the, they couldn't get anything to give the legit report that says, here's where it started. Here's where we're at. And 
we've had it for this long and it's all over, you know, whatever. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't anywhere but there and that, and they thought that was very unique. But mm. yeah, so I, I mean, I oh. know what kept it away, you yeah. know, kept it from spreading and stuff was the diet change mm-hmm. and the, all those little things. And I did wonder at the time, I know that this is what I need to do, but is this, what is this, uh, what exactly is it doing doing for me? Mm-hmm. But in, in lots and lots of research, lots of research, um, then I just learned that it, that's what, what keeps it from spreading. So I feel like that everything just was just timed perfectly to, you know, I just think, man, thank goodness for that little boy. That pregnancy stops it from spreading? No, not the pregnancy, but the, the diet change and eliminating carbs and sugars because a lot of people probably don't know, but it feeds cancer, you know, and that is what feeds cancer. So, Uh so I went without that for a year and a half. Wow. So a long time I was on a vegan diet Wow. keep, and I didn't even have fruits, honestly, because oh, it was wow. no sugars? natural sugars or anything. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But I think that's what kept me in the clear. So huh. anyway, so I tried, you know, just the diet and then, um, I wanted more than anything to not have to do chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. I was scared to death. I mean, the movies you watch and all mm-hmm. the stories you hear, there's horror stories. Uh-huh. So I just had decided that I'm going to do anything and everything but that. Um, I had an oncologist that helped me through some things. And I, you know, I had been t- advised to learn more about my cancer, my type of cancer than even the doctors know. Cause to you, they're just kind of another number. And I don't want to belittle any doctors or, mm-hmm. you know, and when I say that, it's just, it's the reality of it is, is you care more than they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they care about their job and then, and doing the best that they can. They do get satisfaction out of fixing people, <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but, um, but yeah, so I learned a lot about it, but then I had this other opportunity to try this enzyme therapy. So I tried that and it was shrinking the tumor. We were measuring mm. the tumor. And so we kept close tabs on where we were at. And I, um, did the enzyme therapy. It was shrinking the tumor. So I thought, this is good. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and prior to that though, I did, I saw three surgeons, I think to get their opinions on, can I just get surgery and get it taken out? And they, mm-hmm. they said, no, typically we have to have you go through chemo and radiation to shrink the tumor to the size small enough to where that it's not going to spread throughout your body if they take it out. Cause I guess that's, chances are when they take something that big, it was like four and a half centimeters in diameter. And I know that doesn't seem like very big, but it's pretty big. Yeah. So they were afraid, um, to have that happen. And so then they, yeah, you got to get it shrunk down. Hmm. So I tried this enzyme therapy, it took it down and then it started to to grow. And, and I knew then, okay, I've tried almost everything that I can think of and anything that was, um, told to me and, and brought to me. But, um, and then I just finally just made the arrangements to start chemotherapy and went through mm-hmm. that. How was that? Not as bad as what the horror stories. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that bad, but it, again, in all this research and that diet change that I'd gone through, I also learned um, from and I read so many books and so many things. Mm-hmm. But I I read that if you are going through chemo the day before you go through go to your treatment, mm-hmm. if you fast, then you don't get sick the mm-hmm. next day because that's the biggest thing is that I guess you, you just normally get sick the day after. Mm-hmm. 
And so I did that just because I'm going to try this out. Try something. Yeah. And I really didn't get sick. I was tired, a little tired, but, you know, mm-hmm. that was supposed to be normal. And Wow. But I didn't ever really get sick. And a lot of people just, whoa, I can't believe you're going through chemo and you're feeling this good and you're still acting normal and, yeah. <laughs> and whatever. But, yeah, it, it really wasn't that bad. Yeah. But anyway, so then... The interesting thing with that, though, too, I had two treatments left to go, mm-hmm. and then um, the tumor started to grow again, mm-hmm. started showing growth, and they said that's the only way that they would ever stop treatments once you get started, and it was like a 12-week process. And so I had, I was at week 10, and the tumor started to grow, and so then we mm-hmm. immediately just made arrangements to get surgery done right then. So oh, wow. December of 2020. It was my ha- the happiest day of my life. <laughs> no, not really the happiest day at the time. <laughs> you know, I, they removed it, and the surgeon was an excellent surgeon. Wow. He, he even said, I, it turned out so much better than I had anticipated. Wow. And I thought, thank you for not telling me what you had anticipated. Because <laughs> I need to stay positive here, you know. Everything's got to be happy, positive, because this is the only way. The only option, man, because this is not going to take me down. Yeah. (laughs) So got it removed, and I felt I didn't realize how heavy that weighs on you. You Mm -hmm. know that the possibility of of knowing something like that is in there. You know those kind of changes and stuff. It just no, that's I don't. I didn't feel like that was for me. Yeah. (laughs) So I got what I wanted. And it, yeah, Mm. so then after that, I did, I did go through the radiation after that. So just Mm. to, they just like you to go through the radiation just to make sure that any tiny little, anything that might be left behind Mm -hmm. gets zapped away. So Mm -hmm. went through that and then, and then my hair started growing back. So (laughs) that was kind of a fun one. (laughs) Looking back at the pictures now though, I'll have to give you a picture you can post if I dare. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I got, I just was told a lot of times, wow, you look so athletic. And I thought, hmm, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you looked good. I thought you rocked bald. Your, yeah. And bald then it came beautiful. back curly and Oh my cute. word. Yeah. You would not believe this is all natural. This wow. is, yeah. I, I, I like it now. But when uh-huh. it first started coming back and I had this short hair, it's like, oh, Grannyville, here we come. You know, it's like, <laughs> proud to be a grandma, but I don't want to be a granny yet. <laughs> so that was different. And it came back gray, too. They told oh. me gray, curly, and thicker. I just thought, mm-hmm. I don't mind the gray. You can fix that in a, without a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take it. I was like, the I curly? would take the thickness. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's not bad. So yeah. December of 2020, you got rid of it. Mm-hmm. And you're still... Still cancer-free so Ooh. far, but they say you can't consider yourself cancer-free till five years. Five years. So it's been almost two. This December, it will be two years. Oh, okay. So, Do you do something big every December now? Well, I eat like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yay! Yeah. I, I don't, Live but I should. You should. Yeah, December 14th, I don't know. Oh, Just should. anything to do with this, I... I haven't even been doing justice to my journaling on it. Yeah. I just kind of, it's one of those things where you, you know, I lived through it once. I don't want to remember all the bits and pieces, but I do need to, I need to. Yeah. And I'm like, besides that, your kids, I know, you know, your grandkids and And everybody else, or even anybody else can learn from it. Then by all means, I mean, that's why you go through stuff, you know, so that somebody else can learn from it. 
Yeah. yeah. So I think it would be really cool if you'd like documented. Yeah. In, in I mean, it's, it's all there. The, the nice thing is, is um, like there, there were other women that I knew mm-hmm. that had previously, you know, barely get into that five year mark that had been diagnosed and, and gone through the different, one of them went through chemo. One of them just had to do radiation and, mm-hmm. and whatever. But so I can't, I stayed close with them. And so one of them was texting me every day. How are you feeling? And, and I love that because there's my journal right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's all time stamped and everything. So uh, this day I was feeling her. this. Yeah. This day, I told, yeah. told her exactly how I was feeling and, and yeah. everything. Cause you know, she was, she was a great support. It was uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. I had, I had so much Oh my word. That was another thing that too, was just like overwhelmed me so much to have so many people supporting you and helping in every single way they could and it was mm-hmm. just it was amazing yeah it really did I it's the craziest thing but if if I hadn't gone through all of that I don't think that I would be as I don't know well-rounded mm-hmm. you know I'm old enough I can kind of brag about it. you know I've been there <laughs> done that kind of thing you know uh-huh. but really it's like the cherry on the top yeah. You know, just like, I think that I really understand life now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And what's really important and what's <laughs> just little silly stuff. Yeah. I feel like if, I mean, if for anybody who would be in a situation where they were facing what felt like, you know, the end, mm-hmm. you'd probably do a quick check yeah. on everything and be like, Hey, yeah. what matters? Mm-hmm. What is more important what's more valuable what 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 is meaningful what it really does doesn't and carry I, any meaning at all for so long and uh, that that christmas that first christmas like kids will ask what do you want it's just like give me you i don't mm-hmm. want you i don't want stuff i want you guys and i want i just felt so sentimental about everything it's like i want yeah i want my babies <laughs> i want my babies back and <laughs> yeah i don't know uh, it just it was a life changer but a good Mm-hmm. for the good i mean i can it's easy to say because it's gone and yeah you know i'm hoping uh-huh. so then the the only thing that i fear now is with in regard to the whole cancer journey is the possibility of, of getting lymphedema mm-hmm. which i had 16 lymph nodes removed they had to remove that many to get rid of the entire area of mm-hmm. tumor um and so the the less you don't have a lymphatic system, a fully functioning lymphatic system. So it's hard for your body to release the toxins. Oh, I see. And so they told me, well, the best way, best thing you could do to, to eliminate is to stay on a good diet and to mm-hmm. keep your exercise up and whatever. So going to the gym every day. Wow. <laughs> so, so it did like change that. your life. Yeah. Then. Yep. In every it, way. It really did. It really did. And I, and I try to, you know, make healthier choices and stuff. And really, I don't know. We don't know what caused it. It could have been there for 10 years for all we know. You wow. Know, but Was there anything in your pregnancy that felt a little off? No, except for that. I, I mean, I was really, really tired. Funny. Yeah. Mm. But I, you know, all the time that I, the tumor was there, I didn't even feel pain. A lot of wow. people feel pain with it. I, I did at one point after the enzyme therapy. It's when it started to grow, I could feel the growth and it oh. felt a little painful, oh. but otherwise it, it wasn't, but I, I didn't, I would not have known to have anything checked out well, except for mm. that this object, <laughs> yeah. you know, that lump was there that 
And I don't know that I would have thought about it. I don't know what made me think, yeah, I might as well have him look at it. It's probably nothing, but well, so, yeah. <laughs> wow. I love your story, though. Every single time you tell it, I'm just like, <laughs> it's such a, I mean, obviously it's a happy, successful story because of the ending and everything. But yeah. just, I just, I don't know. I remember even during you going through that, you always seemed still so happy and positive and and there was no option. No other and option. I'm like, <laughs> if there was a way to handle something that sucked, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I mean, yeah. right there, you know. I think it really so it was easy to stay positive when I because of that waiting time, that was the best thing of the whole the whole event. That was that six to eight week waiting period mm-hmm. before I could get anything really going with it it did feel frustrating to not be able to okay we got to know we got to do we got to whatever and I couldn't do anything you know you're kind of stuck with whatever but I think that 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 six to eight weeks was just that was like my moments you know like that the best part of it is because it was it really was the best way I could explain it is just a spiritual soul-searching beautiful time just (laughs) Helped me, helped me want to be positive. It's like, you know what? My life is good. My life is so good. I'm still here. Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know, what life throws at you. Yeah. It doesn't, you know. All the little things. Attitude is everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I hope that you guys got as much out of this as I feel like I got. Because <laughs> I feel like it just, I don't know, when you hear somebody's stories like this, it just, it reminds you, it brings you back to like what truly matters, you know, and it gives you the motivation to be like, well, I am going to get in and and do a good job, or I am going to like make this successful as a mom or, you know, just as a human being, just life in general. So thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you for having me. It was enjoyable. It really was fun to talk and to hang out. A lot of fun. (laughs) I can't wait to hear from you. On that whole pregnancy thing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. She'll be she'll be sure to well. tell Mary first thing. <laughs> Start exercising tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>